Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. And it's time for Tornado Tag Radio. Now making their way to the ring, it's your hosts, John and Marianne. Thank you, Irving, and hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 133 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about Raw, SmackDown. We kind of watched a little bit of NXT. I'm going to talk about the G1 for a brief moment. And we have some questions from Facebook. My name is John, and joining me, as always, is the Bobby Fish to my Kyle O'Reilly. Marianne, how's it going? We we had to think for a few solid minutes to think of a, a tag team we hadn't done before. Yeah. I feel like we might have actually done that one. I don't know anymore. You, you know what's bothering me pretty hardcore right now is the fact that this is not even. Well, I mean, deal with it. No one else Dude. can see it. You're gonna I feel like this it, is the second time this week I've told you to fucking deal with it. No. What was the other time? When I told you to... Uh, oh, I told oh, you yeah. to get over it. Oh, it was, it's something to do with Baron Corbin, yes, probably. Which did. I will never get over that shit. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, we barely watched that NXT match, mostly because I was just trying to find one tweet that I could not remember why it was so funny to me and John was eating popcorn. So. All right, we'll just get the NXT out of the way. Well, actually... Yeah, how, that was the thing that happened. How are you? Um, I'm doing well. Um, work's pretty fucking boring. Uh, I got a review today. Nice. To which they were like, stop getting up from your desk. <laughs> and I was like, they were like, stop getting. Basically, my critiques were, you're being too nice. Like, I'm allowed to be more short with people. And oh, I'm wow. being And I'm being too personable with people when I talk to them on the phone. Instead yeah. of instead of being like, well, I'm sorry, but they're not at their desk and there's nothing I can do with that, uh, do about that. You yeah. know, like, I'll try and go out of my way to, like, help people. And instead, they were like, no, just tell them they're not at their desk and they can either get the voicemail or that's it. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, my God, because I don't know how to handle people that are like that right you know like what else am i supposed to say other than i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i i actually told a woman today i was like you know um cause she was like why are you asking me so many questions and all i asked her was like what homeowners association are you from and what's your property address and she was like i just want to talk to accounting why are you asking me all these questions and i was like i'm sorry but i need to screen your call so i can let her know why it is that you're calling because we have over a thousand homeowners in our database we're not going to know which one you are yeah and and then i was like and she was like, put me towards accounting. And there's this Russian woman. She was really rude. And I was like, okay, I will let you know. If you are rude to her, she will hang up on you. And if you call back and you are rude to me, I will hang up on you. And then I transferred her over. And I guess the person in accounting has a part in her system where she's marked people that uh. are rude. She has them, like, written rude underneath the thing every time she types in their address. And it'll just tell her ahead of time if that person's an asshole from, like, past experiences, which is super funny. There you go. So... And then I had to deal with the kitten today. I got to watch the kitten and it was fun. Perfect. Yeah. And the IT guy came in and I had the the kitten and I was like, Jason, look, a kitten. He was like, I thought you were joking because I told him in an email uh. that we had a kitten and this the, the cute little kitty witty. <laughs> but and my mom had a tea party today. 
Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, she had been she had planned an old fashioned England uh, English tea party and sent out invitations. And my sister came with her kids, and my uh, my sister Annie, and she was like. I got big floppy hats for me and the kids, and they dressed up all nice <laughs> with like little fancy tea aprons. And Seamus, Seamus has a really my nephew's name is Seamus. He has a very large head, so they have to get adult size hats for him. She's like, "Yeah, all of the stuff I have to get, all of his headwear, I have to get it big and tall." And I was <laughs> like, "Oh my god, he's four. This sucks." <laughs> but she had like all the fancy tea set and everything, and it was really cute. And That's she got cool. all of these little what they call digestive biscuits mm. and like tea and little small like, sandwiches. Bruti- yeah. Cucumber sandwiches. Yeah. And, um, those are great. Like, like lemon water, like chestnut thing. And then I don't even know what else you had little British sausage pigs in a blanket things. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And I wasn't even home for it. Like I came home for lunch and I walked out. I was like, I'm just getting my phone charger. Okay. Bye. Huh? But yeah. How have you been? Good. <laughs> <laughs> he was taking a drink. What an inappropriate uh, I, time to ask a question. Uh, fully moved into the the new apartment. Um, played some catch up on the G one this weekend. Um, and even though I tried to play catch up, I'm probably now as many days behind as I was when I started. So probably like five seven days. Uh, yeah. Besides that. Uh, what else? Oh, I guess at the top of the show, if you're, for some reason, going to be in Long Beach um, the weekend of September 1st through the 4th, uh, NOTLG is going to be having its very first booth. Uh, we're going to be doing some giveaways. Uh, you can come and say hi to me. And, uh, you know, if you, for some reason, didn't get tickets to BOLA and you're looking for something to do that weekend, come hang out with me at the wherever the NOTLG booth is going to be. I'm not sure where it is yet, but very exciting. It's my first convention outside of, well, I guess I went to Fanime. And you have a booth, briefly. which is so cool. Yeah, it's going to be cool. We're going to do some giveaways. I just ordered some flyers. We have stickers. Wish those stickers glowed in dark, though, man. I know. I gave some out to people at work today, and they were like, oh, did these glow in the dark? And I went, no. And I'm going to probably order some slightly bigger ones that glow in the dark now. It's super sick, though. Yeah. Oh, update. I actually sold some stuff on my Poshmark shop you know oh, what poshmark cool. is no it's like it's like a let it it's, it's like, like a let eBay? go it's like let go okay you know that one app but it's you it'll as soon as you will put how much you paid for it or how much it's worth uh-huh. and then you will put how much you are selling it for and then it'll t- calculate how much you would make from the sale because they obviously to make money have to take some of it right but i have so many shoes um i have a bunch of stuff i have to mail according because she wears eight and a halves but um and i wear an eight but I sold uh, a pair of shoes and I sold a backpack, um, both of which were completely brand new. One of them still has the box. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so um, I sold those and I have to ship them out. Um, and I also, um, it's so cool. I have to upload all the pictures of everything that I have. And I have so many things. It's like ridiculous. But my work, like m- my retail job, they were like, yeah, you can take all the shoe boxes you want. And I could just make all these shoe boxes because we have too many, which is fucking great. But also I bought a Kate Spade purse. Oh, it's green and black. I've heard of Kate Spade. <laughs> Barnes & Noble sold uh, some of her things. Barnes & Noble, Kate Spade, related to David Spade by marriage. No. Only thing I, yeah. 
No, I'm not even shitting you. Really? I am 100% serious. That's amazing. I am 100% serious. Her business was actually David Spade's brother's idea. That is hilarious. I'm not shitting you. They're actually related by marriage. Wow. The more you know. The more you know. I've been looking for a Kate Spade because I know she makes her purses in black and green combos like dark green and black which is like my jam and i found one for a really really good price on poshmark perfect and it should be with me tomorrow and That's i'm great. so excited but anyways this is a wrestling podcast yes so i just thought of something i was talking about giveaways also that i should never talk like this ever again yeah stop okay um <laughs> i was talking about giveaways and uh i guess because, I mean, we have decent fan interaction. I want to hear from people that we don't normally hear from. If you would maybe want to, would you participate in a giveaway if we did one wrestling specific? I'll just tell you right now, I have a lot of DVDs. And maybe we'll uh, do a little contest and get rid of some of them. Did I bring with me? So there you go. I'm oh, laying no. the gauntlet down. I made another list of all of my wrestling t-shirts the other day. It was Oh, really we are not going to get through that today. No, 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 I didn't. I just I just was going to give like the overall count it's over 30. Good lord. Yeah. So, uh we just tried to watch uh the Kyle O'Reilly Alistair Black match. Uh apparently my internet just stopped working. Remember or... when we were going to talk about that match like 10 minutes yeah, ago? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what happened, but uh, you know, we didn't get to finish the match. I enjoyed what we saw so far. Um, and I also enjoyed the Alistair Black kick to Hideo Itami, which was brilliant. The kick that just screams, you're boring, get out of here. He just kicked him and sat in front of him. It was amazing. It was good stuff. Tommy N never looks not bored. Very true. Uh, I also, as I stated, tried to catch up on the G1. I pick and choose what I watch now because basically any match that has Togi Makabe in it, not going to watch it. So thanks, G1, for including him. At least you can cut time back, though. Very true. So. Uh, Naito Abushi from, I believe, Night One was fucking fantastic. Um, and then Abushi Zack Sabre Jr. was amazing as well. Very good match. Um, Kota is just, he's nailing it right now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go to the finals. Maybe. We'll see. Don't know. That's as far as I got. Um, Dan, I have some bad news. I still haven't finished the 16-carat tournament. He's going to be so mad. I'll get to it. I swear. Canadians don't get mad. Are you kidding? <sighs> um, so let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Let's do yeah, this. Yeah, we should probably do that, yeah. I watched the um, actual full episode this week. No way. I did. Um, and I kind of regret it. But here we are. <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle is here and he's saying some stuff. And then Brock Lesnar comes out and he states, or Paul Heyman states for him, excuse me. Yeah, of course. That if Brock loses the title in the Fatal 4-Way, uh, he's leaving. And so is Paul Heyman. They're both leaving. So there's some added incentive. We've heard a lot of rumors about Brock coming back to UFC to fight um, John Jones. I don't know, guys. I really don't know UFC, but I'm pretty sure it's John Jones. What a generic name. So I don't know what's going to happen. And I mean, Paul, Paul, as usual, does good jobs with the promos. And he says he basically voices like, oh, you want to take this title off Brock. That has to be it because he's not here all the time. You want a champion that's here all the time. So you're going to put the most stacked heavyweight division in against him at the same time. And Kurt's like, oh, rats. And he's just standing weird. (laughs) 
Uh, we then had the Hardy Boys versus Anderson and Gallows with the revival on commentary. Hashtag top guys. Uh, match was fine. Uh, I'm more interested in, I don't know if you saw the backstage interview with the Hardys uh, where we are being told that something has been awakened within the Hardys. And I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like awakened is the right word. Broken. No, I feel like, I feel like put to sleep would be a better word. So just, like your sanity is part of it's just so uh it, lost. we're going down this broken road apparently so we'll see what happens happens there yeah like god that. bless the broken road can we please talk about <laughs> that leads me back to you <laughs> did you watch the uh renee interviewing dean don't be stupid. Of course I have. I'm and wearing a Dean Ambrose sweatshirt and a Dean Ambrose shirt right now. I was, I rolled my eyes so hard when she's like, are you and Seth getting back together? I, and I was like, oh my God, this is Renee, ridiculous. don't be so dumb. And then Renee is just smiling like a fucking dork, like the entire time. She's just like, hmm, this is great. And <laughs> this is also very awkward. <laughs> I just want to say my new favorite thing is sad Seth Rollins. Dude. He's so sad. All of the time, he's like, "You got, I got burned by you once. I, I gotta have eyes in the back of my head. I'm out of here." And then, I honestly, that just the short replay of what happened last week, I was, I got all emotional again. I was freaking out again. His whittle fist. No, not even that. Just, just the combo at the end. Like it was such a slick move combo, and then that dirty deeds was like perfect. Yeah, it was good stuff. I got so emotional during that segment. It was like stupid. Like, oh my god. So we go from ending a segment with Sad Seth to starting a segment with Sad Seth walking, and here come Cesaro and Sheamus, and they are laughing at him and saying, "You're stupid and dumb." What did they say, Marianne? You remembered more about the ride along Um, episode. Cesaro's accent has never sounded so Irish. And I had this conversation with my sister today. She was talking about regional accents in like Germany and Switzerland and stuff. And I was like, why do Swiss accents are like this, the Irish sounding German accents? And she's like, yeah, they're really sing songy. But anyways, I spent that entire segment staring at Cesaro's biceps and I'm not even lying. Wow. Anyways, Seamus bringing up the fact that Seth has no friends and they couldn't even do a ride along episode with him because he has no friends made me laugh so hard because that was right after I wrote on my notes. Have you seen the ride along with Seth and Cesaro? It's so good. (laughs) After I wrote that down is right when he brought it up. And I was like, Cesaro's face was he looked at Seamus like, wait a second. Okay, I'll just let you go with that. I'll just let you go with that. Even though they're making fun of Seth and Cesaro is the one that rides with Seth. Like they're really good friends. So Seth gets unsad and he becomes mad and says, I'm going to fight one of you. And Seamus goes, Oh, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to drop some poetic logic on your ass. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you're going to hear quote me on this. Damn, Seamus. Damn. No, don't even. He's not on the list. No (laughs) fucking way. Are you kidding? You didn't press the button for Cesaro. And Cesaro is like, you just made the list. Primo on my list. I love him. So we had a Ms. TV segment with Jason Jordan. And Jesus Christ, Jason Jordan's new theme is terrible. Dude, it's like they wasted all of their energy on TJP and Shinsuke's theme. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, forget it. And then everything is a MIDI sound library. Uh, The Miz basically uh, It's very one-dimensional and plain. Just like Jason Jordan. Well, it's like, (laughs) yay, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Burn. Um, Shit week. Like when a song has two layers, 
yeah of audio and even that's being generous like it was just bad but side comb over curtis axel future business leaders of america looking sharp axel curtis axel um the miz asks jason jordan to join them and he says nah i'm good and then the miz uh basically initiates shoot week on jason jordan Every week is every day, every hour, every minute is shoot week for Miz. Are you kidding? Very true. We're just renamed shoots Mizzes. And uh, Jason Jordan overhead belly to belly suplexes Bo, or I'm sorry, the Miz into Bo and Curtis Axel. And that was pretty cool. But besides that. Pretty one dimensional, bro. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, we had Seth Rollins taking on Sheamus. Seth with a new uh, intro or entrance, apparently. Yeah, look at that. For th- to to fit his sadness. <laughs> to fit to fit how s- sad he is, the saddest <laughs> Seth of them all, which will no doubt be a front runner for episode title. <laughs> uh, match was fine. We get the beatdown of Seth at the end, and Dean comes out to help him. Okay, first of all, Corey's comparison to their relationship being like going on a date with an ex-girlfriend, and then it being fun, and then realizing afterwards why you broke up Yikes. was so funny to me. Um, that rolling senton off the top turnbuckle was pretty sick. Yes. Seamus, pretty that sick. That was his old finisher. It's really sick looking. Or something like that. Uh, Seth just bumping like a fiend. Yep. I knew that Dean was going to come out, and I still was wiggling my arms around in the air and squealing. This is... um, I am still internally squealing. Over the last two weeks, man, people are really digging this Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. Well, obviously what's going to happen is they're going to get a title shot against Cesaro and Sheamus. That's the road we're going down for SummerSlam. I straight up wrote down, I think, is this going to be a thing? Please let this be a thing. Yeah, this was definitely going to be a thing. I'm so excited. Uh, We had, I didn't even watch it. So I'm just, I'm not even going to talk about it. it. I was internally, like, I am currently still squealing. I was like, I oh, knew it was happening. I wasn't talking about that. No, but still, I'm like wiggling my arms around in the air, like squealing in my room, stomping my feet around like a little kid. Like, it was stupid. And I, I knew it was coming and I still did it. And, and I cannot yeah. logically explain why it makes me so happy. Probably because it's refreshing, but also at the same time, something I've seen. Mm-hmm. And it kind of takes me back to something that like really reminds me why I love wrestling so much yeah. because the shield is honestly one of the greatest things. And I, it makes, it makes those two people and I do like them both a lot, but it makes me fall back in love with them all over yeah. again because it starts to see those personality traits that were kind of lost after they broke up. Yes. And it's it's we'll get to it later with the whole Dean and Seth thing, but yeah, oh, I was so excited. Uh, we had a Bray. Who cares? Just pass it. Don't care. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Fun match. Um, I liked it. Promoa Joe. Oh, these like weird like I didn't watch any of them. I was like, I don't have time. For I this. didn't either. I just wrote Promoa Joe and then laughed when I wrote it down. <laughs> Uh, there was a Kalisto versus Elias oh, Samson man, match. imagine me caring. And, well, not only did you not care, the crowd did not care. It was dead silent. It was very sad. Like, really awkward. Yes, but Elias Samson wins. Um, 
the backstage segment with um, Seth and Dean. Marianne. Okay. Discussing that match fallout. Um, since when did Dean care about what other people thought uh, is my note. Because him saying that he only came out to rescue Seth because he was under. Because he was like, Seth, you knew that I would be under the pressure to to look like a bad guy or not. And you knew that. Well, because Seth is the architect and, and he puts everything together. Just manipulative. That's what he thinks. Um, Slytherin. Um, Even though Seth is so sad. So sad. Um, nice. But... Great reference, Marianne. <laughs> Woo. Um, so I just wrote as my note, shirtless locker room talk. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? That's going to be the, uh, the title. <laughs> Just remind me, like text me after you leave. Um, Ambrose, just that, I think I watched that segment more than twice, not because it was shirtless locker room talk, but mostly because it was so natural sounding and it was the best I've seen both of them speak in a long time. Uh-huh. Um, they both do really good work when they speak, but it was, it was very natural looking. Like you, when you look at somebody, you go, those two people really have chemistry and they work together really well. And you know that. Even if somebody fucks up, they're yeah. it's gonna get fixed because they know each other so well. And Dean is just like fucking incredible. I don't think he's ever scripted anything ever. Yeah, he probably has mm. in WWE. Yeah, can he read? Is he illiterate? Wow. I feel like Dean is illiterate. Wow. I don't even mean that as an insult. All right. He fine. dropped out of high school, but that doesn't mean he's illiterate. Because True. Obviously, elementary school, but still, you get what I'm saying. I do. Um, I get the for- the re- the distinct feeling he uses the wrong yours and twos and theirs and. <laughs> I mean, we could just message Renee and see. Actually, you know what? Renee would probably kick his ass if he did that. So. Probably. Yeah. Oh, bless her heart. I love her so much. We then had a Bailey Nia Jax match. And <laughs> I don't know if uh, Bailey is legitimately hurt, but man, it looked like she got legitimately hurt when Nia Jax threw her on the ground. Way to go, Nia. I still love you on Instagram. A uh, count out victory for Bailey. There you go. And um, my the main event, and my first note for the main event is. Holy fuck, this is the main event. That's, I wrote, ugh, I don't care about this match. Why is it a main event? Uh, the Big Show versus Big Cass. Um, Enzo comes out, once again, cuts a fantastic promo. The smallest big main event. And and uh, Enzo calls uh, Big Cass a fraud, which is my favorite thing to call people. A <laughs> fraud? I love calling people frauds. You're a fraud. You're a fraud. You're a fraud. You're fake. Fugazi. <laughs> now, my favorite thing, and Corey Graves continuing shoot week, as we have said, every, Corey. every week is a shoot week. Um, I understand that Enzo isn't a great tipper, and I I don't know if you read that thread. Oh, no, I did. Holy shit. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Good for you. Um, somebody won. Who cares? I really I mean, don't do you care. care. I Does... can't fucking... There's listeners. Th- tell me if you actually cared about the Big Show Big Cast match. Just tell me at JP Thrice. Oh my god! Please, um, a whopping nobody. But um, I have noticed. Well, actually, this happens a lot, so it shouldn't be something that I'm just now noticing. But the, it, it's been kind of stale lately as far as the matchups. How many weeks has it been that we've seen Kevin Owens and AJ Styles? How many weeks has it just been Big Cass and Enzo? Like, there's only so long. Well, it's already reached that point where you fucking killed it and nobody cares. Well, 
I was talking to Kyle, and he told me they're thinking about doing another shakeup, and they might shake up some people down to NXT. Shake them down. Shake them down the tree to NXT. I just pictured a bottle of like Italian vinaigrette dressing that's settled, <laughs> and it just needs to be shaken. Oh my god. <laughs> That that oil got separated, yep. man. Yes, it did. <laughs> so speaking of AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, SmackDown Live with uh, the insider Byron Saxon. What? When has he ever been included in anything? I don't know. Never. Uh, I thought this match, the AJ Styles-Kevin Owens match, I thought it was better than the pay-per-view match. We got a strange finish again. And uh, Kevin Owens is screaming at his two dads. Dad Shane and Dad Daniel. Chubby Cheeks McMahon. Did you <laughs> did you notice Shane's cheeks? Yes. He looks like a little chipmunk. He looked so tan, too. Well, n- he didn't look nearly as tan as Big Cass on Raw. Oh, very true. That dude looked very like true. the level of tan that doesn't even look good, which is there are many levels of tan <laughs> that don't look good, but like his face didn't match the rest of his body. It was almost like the spray tan yeah. didn't get put on evenly. Shit. Like, you know what? You need to hire Chuck Taylor to put spray tan on you because Greg's spray tan looks fucking supreme. Um, but Dad Shane's cheeks were like weirdly chubby. And so I just wrote Chubby Cheeks McMahon. Am I just imagining it? <laughs> <laughs> also, Daniel Bryan just going, Shane will. And then Shane's like, what? That just made me look at it and go, I love this style of management. Yeah. I love it. They obviously work together and it's not like a, you don't see one ever, you know, they work together and it's not like necessarily that they're on even levels, you know, it's just, it's a more respectful environment. And I make, I think that makes it so much more fun to watch. I'm scared this popcorn's going to fall off the table. It's not. It, was it slipping? I, there's popcorn in the studio that I have not been eating just because... Uh, and it's probably reached that point to where it's like waxy. Yeah. You know, I am drinking a bye. I actually have never had a bye. Is it, are they good? And they're, ugh, there's All watermelon right. ones, but it's made with real watermelon, so no thanks. And I can't have it because I'm allergic. They oh. have a bunch of different flavored ones. I know a lot of people that like them. This is the only one I could actually drink that my mom gets. Also, I said, Mom, why are you buying this? And she said, Marianne, and I quote, fuck off. Christopher Walken told me to. <laughs> Your mom's great. Tell her I said that after I, that quote. Uh, lots of people tell her that. I don't want it to go to her head. No, it's fine. Tell her. Um, <laughs> let's She'll talk- probably quote Seinfeld back at me. So Kevin Owens is like, hey, this ain't fair. And to be honest, he's right. He's right. Shane McMahon says, that's fine. You'll get a rematch at SummerSlam. Your chubby cheeks, McMahon. And he says, I want a competent ref. And Daniel Bryan says, fine. Shane McMahon's the referee of that match. And then Owens flips over a table and knocks over what appears to be a set of golf clubs. I couldn't tell what it was because I wasn't looking when he knocked And you wonder what the stuff is doing there. Side note. Um, my brother texted me when I was at work the other day to tell me, oh my God, Xavier Woods was on this gaming YouTube channel that I watch. And I was like, what? And he was like, it was so funny. And I was like, I told you he's hilarious. And then he was like, yeah, they did a match where somebody jumped off of a steel cage. And I was like, may I introduce you to Shane McMahon? Or as we affectionately call him, Dad McMahon, who at his daddiest form jumped off the top of... of his daddiest <laughs> form. A steel cage and elbow dropped somebody. And I was like, and then he got in a helicopter crash and just showed up to work the next yeah. week looking great. <laughs> Didn't give a fuck. Let's can we please talk about how did the Usos get even cooler 
The song now has lyrics to it, and I am losing my fucking mind. I need somebody to explain to me what an Uso penitentiary is I don't and know. where that comes from because I cannot be it's completely the fashion on board police. until I fucking understand it's it. The, is it, it really? It was the fashion po- That's what they said. Oh, you guys are the police. Well, welcome to the penitentiary. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Fashion yeah. police. Just so bless it. Uso's do the New Day intro, which is great. and then they, I really want one of those shirts. But I'm I want it to it. not look like trash. I'm buying it. I want one. Day one ish. And then you could just fill in the line parts with just white fabric paint, and then I, I need to put glitter on it. I need to. It's um, you would wear it if there was glitter. You would wear it if it was day one is H. Day one is H. Um, they just come out and cut a promo on the new day, and it was great. We need to make those uh, shirts. fashion peaks. Yo. <laughs> I have actually never watched Twin Peaks, but... Um, I told my mom about it, and she was like, have you ever seen... T-? My mom does not like Twin yeah. Peaks. My favorite part was... Uh, when no more metaphors? Weird, no more <laughs> metaphors. And also... Uh, so the metaphor was the honey on wood. So I, I don't know if that's a an actual hint for us. Was that honey or syrup? I thought it was honey. If it's syrup, I would assume it's Canadian. I don't know why. But then who would it be? Who? Who? <laughs> So I don't know. Ideas, my favorite, y'all? my favorite uh, was no wonder the show got canceled the first time. That was great. I enjoyed that. Just or the why am I recording this instead of just calling you, and the eraser head reference. Like two things my mom hates in one fashion police episode. Ugh. My mom hates eraser head. If you don't know what eraser head is, don't look it up. <laughs> that movie is the most disturbing thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Uh, we then had a Sami Zayn. Aiden English match. The Mozart of Mayhem. Which, um... The Rembrandt Sammy, of Rage. Sammy Zane lost via roll-up. Singing to uh, that woman as she is actively avoiding looking at him on the ramp. I love Aiden English. I want him to come out in an opera mask and be like the Phantom oh of the Prograps. Oh my god, the Phantom of the Prograps. That's great. <laughs> I honestly want him in a mask. Like... What did he say? The Mozart of Mayhem, the Rembrandt of Rage. The yeah. mm. he he started it with another one in front of that, Third and I was thing. just like, "This is fucking brilliant." Um, the Rembrandt of Rage. We had a Naomi Becky Lynch taking on Natty and Carmella tag team match, and holy shit, that slide slap was amazing. There's already to- so many gifts of it where somebody it's the best. somebody said depression is not a mental ill and then it slide slaps. <laughs> it's great. I love it. That was so- cuz they even set it up with slaps previous to that. Yeah. It was good. It was good stuff. Naomi is so awesome. Uh we then had uh, man, do they still two- feel the glow stickers? Uh I don't know. They might. I feel like we should get one. We should. Yeah. Back to back great matches. We had Rusev versus Chad Gable. What a matchup. Holy shit. This match I was I was kind of sad that Chad Gable lost via tap out or lost at all, but also he was so yes. Nobody can beat Handsome Rusev, yes. Um, he looks so good in this match. The overhead belly to belly and then hanging on and doing just more belly to bellies was great. His moonsault looked amazing. Um, that's ticket using, to my heart. Good moonsault. Use, using the ankle Corbin. lock. Using the ankle lock. Um, God, just what a match! It was so good. Rusev was great, and man, 
It was so good. It was so amazing. I really enjoyed it. And if you just need to, Chad Gable is going to be just fine. He's going to be. Oh, I fine think we knew that. Own. We knew that, but it, this is. We knew a that back huge when Quackenbush was like praising him. Yeah, we knew that because if Quackenbush can take somebody who's not from a like. Well, he's obviously like a wrestler, but from like a pro wrestling that doesn't have that and goes, this person has it. This person gets it. Yeah. All forms of because Quack is insane, but he's got a completely different concentration on what he thinks is important. And when he notices that much potential in somebody, yeah, in, in something that's very not not well represented you know yes. that person's gonna go somewhere oh yeah you definitely. fucking know it which is great so so rusev's got that microphone and he says nobody can beat handsome rusev and Ryan out comes can. randall randall comes out and he says i'm gonna fight you and that's about the end of that let's talk about what did you say earlier Somebody said, I want to love someone as much. I want, I want to love I want to love something as much as, as Randy, Randy Orton, Orton hates Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Main event time to determine the number one, and this is an actual sentence I am saying, a uh, match between John Cena and Shinsuke Nakamura to determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship, which is currently held by Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam. This sounds like a Mad Lib. <laughs> And I, I didn't. I think I said last week. I didn't think this match would. I thought it would be like a double count out or. Oh no! DQ. I knew it would not. It was um, really good. And this match actually happened, and it was actually awesome. Yes, it was very cool. I they, had a very good time. They made each fun. other look great. Uh, that back suplex. Holy oh my shit. god! It was so good. It looked amazing. It was so good. And uh, you can tell they super respect each other, too. But then again, John Cena is all about that respect. Yes. Yes, he is. You look it up in the dictionary. Just picture John Cena. Clean is a goddamn sheet in the middle. Kinshasa. Oh, man. I miss Corey Graves just yelling at. I want to be excited about something as much as Corey Graves gets excited about Kinshasa's. And we have a new number one contender. And his name is Shinsuke Nakamura. Can we talk about the stripes on his pants, though? Why? You don't like it? I love it. Yeah, it's great. You kidding? And it's on the fucking jacket. great. So we're gonna get Shinsuke versus Jinder at SummerSlam, and oh boy, what does John Cena do now? What does John Cena do for SummerSlam? Does he just fight Baron Corbin? That's what I assume is gonna happen. I would assume so. I just want him to rip him a new asshole on the mic. Whoa, he probably will. Cool. It's not even. He deserves it because he's a piece of shit. Questions. From uh, Facebook. You got something else before? No, I feel like I wrote something down and I don't remember. Oh, I had a question that just says, when is Dean not chewing gum? Is Dean ever not chewing gum? <laughs> is what I just saw right yeah. now. He's always fucking chewing gum. Always. Um, but yeah, look it up those look up those questions. Questions from Facebook. Calvin asks, uh, top five WWE roster members that should go back down to NXT. Who do you not want to see go down but probably will? So this is the rumor that we're going to have people get sent down. Okay, let's see here. Apollo Crews, first and foremost. Oh, for sure. Needs to be sent down maybe, I don't know, last week. Um, Let's see. Who else should be sent down? Marianne, do you have anybody you know? There's Apollo so many... is the is the the one that I think like just needs to be for sure. I don't even know. I can't even. There's so many people up 
that I need that I'm having a hard time think that I can't remember anybody in particular that needs to be sent down. Yeah. You know? Yes. So I'm like Do you want me to pull up the roster? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pull but up the I'm, roster. But then I'm trying to I'm trying to think because it can't be some people that are in feuds with people that aren't no, going down. Not if they uh not necessarily. It doesn't matter. If I mean, they, it's a shakeup. They have to be sent down. You know what? I'll just say it. I I don't ooh, I, Enzo Oh, for sure. So here we go. Here's um. Are these just all the champions? Wow, they got so many champions. Just show me the roster. Um, you know, I'd probably send down. Would I send down Aiden English? I was thinking that. I'd send down. But they're Aiden. Do, they're using him pretty well with yes. people that aren't doing. He's like the actually functional Elias. Aiden English is the Elias Sampson. Fucking SmackDown. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm looking around here. Who else I would send down? And Kalisto. You know what? I would. You're not doing anything with her. I would send Dana Brooke back down because you're not doing anything with her. Isn't she going to be Titus Brand though? Oh, is she? Yeah. There's hints at her being Titus oh, Brand because there was a back. Per- oh, also Titus Brand shirt is out. It's purple. I might buy it, even though it's purple. Yeah, I'd still buy it. Uh, let's see who else here. Oh, you know what? I already know who. We all know that it was Eric Rowan and Luke Harper that attacked the fashion police, right? That's who it has to be. I would also like to point out Eva wait. Marie is still on the main roster, apparently, according to why, this. Why? Wait, why do you think that it's those two? What do you think they the metaphor been, is? They haven't been around. I don't know what the metaphor is, but they haven't been around. So, you know, I'm looking. I can't even see five people that would need... Kalisto. Let's send Kalisto I just said Kalisto. Down. Did you? Yes. So Kalisto and I don't even know who else we said. Doesn't doesn't matter. Um. Oh my god. I feel like there's a really obvious person. I'm looking around and there's just like nobody that's like super. Are we looking at both rosters? I'm looking at the entire roster as I'm going down here. Hmm. And it's kind of like everyone I'm looking. At, I'm like, no, no, no. They could. They should all be able to stay. Sinkara, send Sinkara down. I was like, who the fuck bores me? Other than, um, I mean, it's really not not a lot. What about tag team? I'd send down the Ascension because they did so much better in NXT than they are. They did way better in NXT, but they're also super funny on Fashion Files. Very true. So what did we? What did we, I said? I don't English. like the club, but that's just because they I won't like send the club, the club down. There's I no don't way. like them. Um, so I mean, we got a I couple. Can send them down. I don't like them. Um, imagine. Imagine, imagine liking them. I like them. They, I told you, he looks like one of the pirates on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Also, officially, uh, Dash Waller, totally on my list. Whoa. You just made the list. My God. Marianne, confirmed hater of top guys, now uh, likes a top guy. He's hot. I don't know if you he's top 10. He might be top 15. I don't know. I haven't decided because I have to rate people based wow. on because obviously permanently at the top is Chuck Taylor. Yes. Permanently at number 10 is Ty Dillinger. So I have to rate I have to rate people based on whether or not they're more or less attractive than Ty Dillinger. All right. So well, there you go. Uh, Holland asks, who should the WWE not have signed in the past year uh, and a half due to budget concerns? Or is it too early to say? Anyone signed from AJ Styles until now? Obviously, Nakamura and Styles make money to be worth the signing, of course. Uh, That's a good question. It might be too. It is a very good question. It might be too early to tell. I mean, I don't. But see, the other thing is, I don't know how much money. They signed Donovan Dijak, didn't they? 
Did they? I don't. I heard that he's round. He's finishing out his indie dates. Good. Feast your motherfucking eyes. On the greatest wrestling name of all time. Donnie Dijak. Which is apparently his real last name. Perfect. Even Fuck. better. Yes. God, he's great. I'm so excited to see Donovan Dijak. Yeah. That's going to, I cannot wait for those DVDs to come out in six months after the show. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I don't really know. This is a great question. And They've I can't been hiring think of... a lot of really great people, but I feel like they're jumping to the jumping too fast to hire all these people. I mean, I I don't. It's too early to tell, but I mean, maybe Mike and Maria, maybe yes. But like, I, I'm not really. There's yeah, I, it's I, so I 100% new. Say that it's so new that I'm not like ready to just be Dump like dump okay. them down to NXT. You can't. Just dump love like that, Marianne. Okay, stupid. My uh, love for Tim Donst is ten times bigger than anything they will ever have. Just saying. You just made the list. How uh, many minutes in, and it took me to mention Tim? Oh, Tim. Forty minutes. Forty-four minutes. Oh, Timothy. Actually, we, it's probably more like forty. So, man, who else should the WWE not have signed? Well, they just fired Ho Ho Loon. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. I mean, they didn't really use him. So, I mean, they used him on house shows for NXT. Um, uh, I don't know. I can't really think that's a great question. Because they've hired so many people and they're not doing anything with them yet. So I'm not sure what the question is aimed towards is people that they've signed that they're actually kind of using or people that they've signed that they haven't done anything with yet. Because in the past year, uh, technically is Jinder Mahal. He was resigned. Did he ever leave? I bet you Jinder Mahal was just like the janitor in the background. <laughs> now he's a world champ for now. Uh, I can't think of anybody else, Holland. I bet he never left. This I'm serious. He's just haunting. This is uh, this is a hard question, and I don't have an answer for it. Well, I, I should have. Maybe the yeah. club, but I like the club, so I don't really. Ooh, yeah, I mean, you can like them, but I think that they brought them in before they had a uh, concrete idea of what to do with the gimmick that they came in there well, with. Well, yeah, what they you know should what I mean? have done is maybe held off and brought them after the brand split because then they were immediately split from AJ. It's yeah, like within you should have you should have done it the other because they they brought the club in before AJ didn't they? No, they brought AJ in. AJ and in then first, the club. yeah. So they they definitely should have done that. The brand split afterwards. I feel like they didn't really. They just jumped the yeah. gun to sign them so fast, right. but didn't really think about how strong their brand was already. Yeah, like the club, uh, like the Bullet Club. I didn't. I don't think they they properly planned what to do with that gimmick once they got it. They just no. wanted to get a hand get their hands in it. You know, the other so. thing is, Holland, a lot of these people they've been signing are in NXT and NXT is fucking stacked now. It's, it's great. stacked, but we're still not watching it. Um, I mean, I would like to maybe start watching it again, but, um, you know, stuff, stuff and things. It's just hard, guys. It's just hard to uh, watch all the programs. Notice we haven't watched 205 Live in a while. Well, I, I realized this today when I was talking. I was on my lunch and I was talking with the IT guy. He was like... Because I was I was taking notes on stuff like because I do outlines before and he was like, what do you have to watch? And I went, oh, shit. And it made me think out. The, out I was like, well, Raw is like three hours long, but they cut it down to what, two? And then like the hours of the things I have to watch based on the hours that I work at work. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is literally a third job. Like it's and he was like, shit. Yeah, this is a um, this is a third job fucking around. Well, this, over is here. Se- this is a we, second job. We are not us. fucking around with this as I'm stickering stickers on the table. Yeah. Um, 
What a life. So, I mean, that's um, that's it for us. SummerSlam's in a couple of weeks, but, uh, you know. We cool for the summers, even though it, like, almost <laughs> rained today. Dude, it's so weird. I hate earthquake it. weather for sure yeah, i was so bored at work that i was like i want an earthquake right now i have the biggest fucking Ugh. desk in this entire building i am set i have snacks in my drawer i have my phone right here bring it on i have the biggest desk um i'm gonna shout out uh jim from the snarky mark group because he just is he's some like crazy sn- that guy and i love it so jim if you listen to us uh shout out to you you know who doesn't listen to us jaron yeah whatever stealing our gimmicks he's dead to me <laughs> so plug time um i think so right. wait i f- oh that's what i wanted to add so if you guys are familiar with dan barry um dan barry's uncle was diagnosed with very very advanced colon cancer and oh, he's extremely sick and is the only source of income for their family and he has children and so he has a gofundme set up and anything would help if you are a fan of dan barry and dan barry is a wonderful human being he has been very kind to me in the past and he is just excellent so um he is at isn't it the dan barry at the dan barry yes. yeah he has a gofundme set up for his uncle and he is very advanced colon colon cancer so he's doing chemotherapy and it's really expensive and he can't work, and it's just a really shitty time for all of them. And Dan's already broke because, you know, being an indie wrestler is not easy. But, yeah, if you, if you guys wanted to stop by and do anything for Dan, that would be great. Um, I'm just – he didn't tell me to do this or anything. I just – Dan Barry makes me very happy, and he just makes people happy in general. Right, John? Correct. He is a funny human. He is very funny. Um, He's great. He was said if you – if I get – if I earn 500 more dollars tonight – by this time, I will read the the slash fan fiction that somebody wrote about Rocky Romero, Trent, and Dustin. I will audibly read it for everybody on Twitter. Did did you write it? No, fuck <laughs> you. No, Trent found it apparently and was like, "Oh shit, you guys!" <laughs> and Dan was like, "I will read it if you guys give oh my me God. money." So yeah, go donate <laughs> to that. Dan Dan's the best because when he says that, he will actually follow through. Oh yeah. Like he the time uh, Keith Keith, Keith was like I'll give you five bucks if you kick this guy in the dick in a match and he yeah. totally did and then Dan and then no Keith, he kicked everyone in he the kicked dick. everyone in the dick in the ring and then he PayPal'd him five bucks and it was an actual thing that happened I love Dan Barry so much he's great he's a great <laughs> dude so yeah go support um go to that GoFundMe we'll put it in the show notes yeah Dan Dan's just a great human being and I like to support great human beings you know who else is a great human being Tim Donst. Is he? Mm-hmm. He, yeah. He had a... You just made the list! Oh, he's so lovely. He right. he almost cried after a match because it was a little girl in the crowd with cancer that was oh, scared geez. she wasn't going to live. And he was like, I lived. And he almost cried. And he posted this really emotional thing on his Twitter. And I was sitting at my desk at work going, you're not crying, you're crying. But yeah, love. You can follow us on Twitter. You can like <laughs> us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. It's at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Thrice. And you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsault. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well, please. That helps us out a lot. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music, soundcloud.com slash finally north or finally north.com. 
Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our TTR shirts. Um, we should uh, look into making a new design. I feel like I, I wish will, the day one is H thing was not already. I will talk to the correct channels who have been designing stuff for me recently. I really want. AKA my sister. Day one is H with sparkly H. Head on over to patreon.com slash notlg uh become a patreon help us um i don't know we like making stuff for you so uh i don't know support us monetarily and chris i have some bad news i'm afraid i've got some bad news oh my god i thought about bad news barrett earlier today when i was thinking about ride along chris you are technically no longer our newest patreon but you're still a Patreon and we love you. So shout you can't, out. You can't count as somebody having a shout out if you work here. Shout out. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not going to shout out myself. Shout out to my good friend M.A. Soko for donating to our Patreon. Hooray and other good stuff. Technically, though, he has he was a host of a show on here. Does that count? I don't think it counts. No. He doesn't host one anymore. Yeah. So there you go. But Chris, still love you. Um Togi Makabe sucks, and uh, Naito knows so. And actually, I'm going to have, um, I was talking to our friend Antonia, and I said, I have something I need you to paint for me. Is it Naito? Yes. I'm going to have I'm her gonna, paint Flash Morgan Webster for me. I'm going to keep that idea in my back pocket till next time I hang out with her, and then uh, hopefully it comes out very well, and I will hang it up somewhere and praise be to him. I told her I really want to flash Morgan Webster because she's done designs in mod style before. And I sent her a ton of pictures. She's like, these are awesome. And I was like, flash Morgan Webster. I'm going to see him. I'm going to meet him. I want him to sign it. (laughs) Apparently, he is the sweetest thing. Yeah, I've heard uh, very uh, good things about him. So I'm going to dress mod and take pictures of him. Perfect. Yeah. Do it. Great. We both have pink cheek disease. So that's it for us this week. Join us again next week for episode 134, where we will talk about whatever happens in the world of programs. So there's only one thing left to do. So Marianne, if you will, ring the been a night of the living geeks production for more information and content visit notlg.com